it's time for Talkin' Jazz. From two news, this is Talkin' Jazz, presented by R.C. Willie. Welcome into another edition of Talkin' Jazz. I'm so excited to have the radio voice of the jazz, David Locke, with us. And he's probably a little tired because you, it feels like you've been gone forever. And what's the first thing he does when he gets back after traveling all night? He goes skiing. How was of that? Of course. It was great. Just you got, got, got are you okay? Got, the legs? I'm good. I got 90 minutes in. That's all I had today. But Is this your first day out? It yeah, would be. right. Because there was no snow when you left. That's how right. long they've been gone. And like that whole storm we missed yeah. and the, none of the yeah. resorts were open when we left. Wow. Well, a lot of things to talk about on the road. I got to ask you about Thanksgiving. We'll, we'll get to that a little later on. You and I have texted a little bit while you've been on this trip and listening to your broadcast last night. And, and all our hosts, whether it's David or Kristen or Lemma, they, they outline what we're going to talk about. It's their, it's their topics today. And one of the first things on your list was Donovan shots. And I listened to you yesterday. And you were, sometimes you get a little irritated. You can just tell at what's going on. And I think, what, if I'm not mistaken, you said he needs to find another shot. So I love this kid. And he's yeah, going to yeah. be great. But the league has changed a little bit. And if you watch where Joel Embiid is standing, he's standing on that play in the restricted area. The big men in the league, watch, that will back up all the way into the restricted area now. When Donovan was a rookie, I think bigs were about four steps further forward. And Donovan used to drive and wrap around them and get into their bodies and around them for the layup. Donovan is not going to the rim nearly the rate he did his rookie year. The numbers are dramatic. That's it right there. Go That's all the way to the rim. That's Al Horford or Tobias Harris instead of uh, Joel Embiid. The problem is when, the, and there it is again, all the way to the rim. That's gorgeous. The problem is when there's a big guy in there, he's taking this floater. And he took the second most amount of floaters of anyone in the league, that one right oh, there, yeah. and Joel Embiid's in the game. He's taking the most of anyone in the league right now. He's making that shot at 35%. That's not because we're talking about analytics and everybody wants threes instead of twos. 35% is bad if it's a two or a three. Yeah, no, no and doubt. he needs to find something other than that. Now, that's a huge ask because when he's coming off that, he's thinking shot. He's a scorer. So what are they? Eyes out past your teammates. That pull-up jumper that he's taking at 15 feet right. has been pretty good. He's making that at 52%. If that's going to be part of his offensive arsenal, that's fine because particularly at 52%. But when he's getting in that next step, if he's not going to go all the way to the rim, he's either going to have to circle out on what the Jazz call a Nash dribble like Steve Nash yeah. or find something else. That shot is a bad shot. It's part of his evolution as a player, and it's it's just got to stop. Okay, well, we're going to monitor this and see if – I'm not sure if he's listening to the broadcast Well, I'm while sure he's, he's playing, not. And understand – we understand – No, I understand, well, understand the key thing here. The league has changed. Milwaukee last year dropped Brooke Lopez on top of the rim, and they only allowed 30% of shots at the rim. It was the first team to do it. And the rest of the league has emulated this. And so – and Rudy Gobert and the Jazz did it. They were the second-best team last year denying the rim. So everyone has taken their big and just put them right on the rim. And it's almost impossible right. for a six-foot-one guard to get to the rim anymore. This is – and so his answer has been this floater. It's not the right answer, so he's going to have to find another answer. But the problem that has been created is because the league has adjusted the way they're playing defense. So this is an incredibly difficult task for him. Okay, and it, it creates another byproduct, which is, as you see, uh, defensive rebounds for the opponent, which leads to runs, fast breaks. 
and that's another issue that you and I were talking about. There were some big runs that they just let the opponents get away. I, I want to say Toronto had a 33 to 10 kind of run. So my feeling on these runs is they're actually all starting on the offensive end of things. That the the offense is going through these catastrophic droughts, almost always starting late in the first quarter into the second quarter. At least the last two games, that's where they were in Memphis. It was a little bit that way, though the starters didn't start great in Memphis before coming back brilliantly in the third quarter. And, and so when you get, you make the miss, now we're in transition. Toronto's awesome. They're as fast as any team in the league. And you know, right? Pascal Siakam has become Kawhi Leonard and OG Ananobi's become Pascal Siakam. And I'm not convinced, I'm not entirely sure they're not going to win the Eastern Conference this year again. Wow. Um, but Lose it, Kawhi and still, still win. I mean, it would be amazing. Could you imagine a Clippers-Toronto Finals yeah. where they like face each other? Oh, but, boy. But the, the problem is the offense is falling apart in periods of the game for extended periods of time. I think we scored on two of 25 possessions in a stretch in Philadelphia, or maybe it was 23. I think we went one of 18 shooting for a period of time in Toronto. There's just no way defensively to hold together for that long a period of time. One of the other things you want to talk about, again, this is a byproduct, this all falls together, is better bench play. You use, I don't want to talk about these things. No, I, These are the I, things I think are relevant with, yeah. to the team. I, I would like to talk about a seven-game win, win streak, streak right. or things of or beating the Lakers tomorrow, tomorrow. night would be preferred. Well, we'll get to that. But I loved how you phrased this when you texted me. You said the, the – I think you said the, the bench needs to demand more playing time, but so they, said, they demand that by earning it. So this is really – so every now and then, even arrogant people like me have their ears open. Like I'm asking Donovan to have his – Eyes open for passes. Right. I even actually occasionally, I probably would be the biggest ball hog ever, right, if Mike okay. time. Um, so I actually have my ears open every now and then. I work with one of the great people in the world, Ron Boone, who is incredible to his diligence of work level and his effort to be great still at this stage of his career. And one of the things he talks about is demand playing time. Okay. And there That's are not enough guys on this roster from a bench standpoint that are demanding playing time. Jeff Green's having a good night one night. Emmanuel Mooney's having a good night another time. But what Quinn Snyder needs is somebody who just demands and says, you know what, I'm not giving you a choice. You have to put me out here. I've earned it. Dante plays pretty well against Toronto and then not very well against Philadelphia. Emmanuel Moutier had a brilliant game, I think it was against maybe New Orleans, and then not as much the other time. And maybe that's the reality also being a non-starter, is that you don't actually, if you were consistent night in and night out. But right now, they have not been able to find a combination of those guys off the bench yet that are able to have a successful run and a successful uh, consistently keep the team afloat. And the offense is really scuffling in those times of the game. Let me go off script here and ask you a question really quick. It just popped into my head. This is something head. you want to talk this about. This is something I, well, I, just okay. want, I just want your opinion. Should Joe Ingles go back to the starting lineup? Would, would that, would that well, do I'm anything? Well, I'm not sure how putting Joe into the starting lineup helps the bench. Okay. And well. really, I think the issue of the team right now, as much as anything, if you had to isolate it, I mean, there's a lot of little things that yeah. are causing this a long road trip. Frankly, had we been playing well, I only think we win two of those three games. Certainly being down 40 in Toronto okay. and 26 in Philadelphia. I was just throwing it out a, there. Is a, is a visual and a feel that's bad. I think what's interesting about this team right now, before we all panic and do there are some real questions that need to be answered. There's guys with terrible plus minus, and Quinn's got to decide whether that's hit their fault or not. There's, there's, there's not enough ball movement. We're like 27th in the league in assists. Like there's things in there that have to be really addressed. But the other thing is actually nothing's really been lost. If you look at where this team is, they've won a bunch of games that you wouldn't expect them to win at home against Milwaukee and Philadelphia. They lost maybe one game on this trip that they probably should have won. They were. 
they were the underdog in four out of five. Yeah. Like if they're they, all playoff teams. If they write this ship, they're still on pace to go in 50-plus games right now based on their schedule. So there's nothing lost. I, I get it doesn't feel right, and there's there are real issues that need to be addressed from a you know from every aspect, but there's nothing lost right now, which is a really interesting place for them to be. Let, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the trip again then, because you hit on a couple of things here. It was a brutal trip. Now, Quinn's not going to make excuses. You're not going to make excuses. I'll but they have, when was the last time they practiced? Okay. Well, right. The, but also, the Milwaukee's tough. won 12 in a row. Every team is a playoff right? team that they face. Indiana, we yeah, should have yeah, played right. better. But Indiana has lost, I think, one game at home all year. And the last three times we've played them, we lost them by 70 points combined. So they must have our number. Toronto and Philadelphia haven't lost at home. Right, like this was not. So, yeah, a, it was a rough. If we rough went three trip. and two or four and one on this trip, we'd be talking about the NBA Finals today. Yeah, because of the quality of right. plays. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one other thing you want to talk about. Let's go quickly through this one. You talked about being more of a catch and shoot team. I think you voice texted some of this, so I wasn't sure I had it exactly so, right on. What do we do well? Like at, when you're struggling, I think you've got to go back and say, okay, what do we do well? Well, this is a great shooting team. In fact, it's the third or fourth best catch-and-shoot three-point shooting team in the league. When you think about it, Mike Conley's in the 99th percentile of open catch-and-shoot. Donovan Mitchell is an incredible catch-and-shoot guy. Boyan Bogdanovich, Donovan talks about him being 90%. Okay, that's an off-the-bounce degree, but we're talking more of the catch-and-shoot right. stuff. Well, how do you get catch-and-shoot? You penetrate, you drive, you pass out like Dante did. Joyce O'Neal breaks it back out to Dante. Bury that Boom, three. Right there. there it is. Okay. We're the third or fourth best team in the league in this. We're taking the third or fourth fewest. A great play by Rudy right there on the pass out. Royce O'Neal's hitting 50% of his catch and shoot. Those are the type plays we need to see right now. We're also lit, low in the league in assists as well. You know, Donovan's money on that is about 48% on catch and shoot threes. Those are the shots, and they come out of teamwork, they come out of ball movement, and you've got to find those. That's what we do great. So you want to see more of that than that little teardrop Absolutely. with Joel Embiid or whatever big man. But is going I to understand why Mike Conley and Donovan are taking that shot. They just have to be the league. What do you think? Like, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but like people don't think about this. What do you think the league shoots percentage-wise? Percentage-wise in the paint, non-restricted area. So that I would quarter, assume it's it's above 50%. It's 38%. That's unbelievable. I would never have thought it's that. It's not a good shot. It's and if you think about that, like not to get math on the on TV is like I know. No, it's but I'd boring, like to know the history. But like of this. 38, 38, 9, it's always that number. It's been that number for, for like decades. 10 years. It doesn't wow. change. And so if you think about that, that's 0. 0.68, 0. 0.78 points per shot. 0.78. That, that, that shocks That's me. why everyone I, shoots yeah. threes, because that's a 25% three-point shooter is virtually the same thing. So if Donovan's not going to take the 15-footer, if Mike Conley's not going to take the – and the 15-footer's not great either, right. but Donovan's so good at it that it's okay. okay. And Mike Conley's so good at it. But the minute you're going in, if you're not getting to the rim anymore, eyes out. Let's go. Let's ping it around and get the ball moving. Look at the stuff I'm learning right here on television. Now, David this is Locke. really easy yeah. – no, but I, say, I would not have thought that. But, and here's the, I mean, we're really into the weeds of what's making this so difficult. Part of the reason the ball moved around last year is we had guys who couldn't shoot. So you yep. didn't guard Ricky yeah. Rubio and you didn't <laughs> right. guard Jay Crowder. And so when guys got in the paint, they're wide open because no one's guarding them. Well, you're That's not leaving Boyan Bogdanovich yeah. open yeah. for three. You're, you're not right. leaving. <clears throat> you're not leaving Mike Conley open for a three. You're not leaving Joe Ingles open for a three. So Donovan's coming up with that pick. Those three guys have yeah. guys as close okay. as you and I are right now. So this pass I'm talking about making is not an easy one to make. Boy, there's so much more to this game than just putting the ball in the hoop, isn't there? 
Uh, let's shift gears really quick and jump into the locker room with our high notes presented by Kimball Roofing. Here's the Jazz as they get set to host LeBron James and the Lakers. Talking Jazz High Notes, presented by Kimball Roofing and Repairs. A chance to go home for your team. I'll go with that baby for you guys. Well, we're, you know, home, road, whatever. It's, I want us to come out and compete every night. You know, it's a quick turn. We fall across the country. We play the Lakers on Wednesday, so we'll keep at it. Quinn talked about how you guys didn't have the connectivity you needed in the first half on, on the offensive end. How do you work on that so that, you know, you do come out in the next game and, and kind of have that cohesion? I mean, obviously we haven't practiced and I can't tell you how long. Um, at the end of the day, I feel like people forget that this is our third, what, third, fourth month together. <laughs> like, you know, you know, it may look great. You know, we may look, numbers may look great on the stat sheet, but we got to be able to put the work in. And I don't think we have guys that are shy of doing that. You know, a lot of this is unselfish. You know, we're just trying to figure each other out. Um, I'd rather figure each other out and be 12 and 8 than 8 and 12, you know, like last last year. But, you know, we're, we're going to figure it out. Um, I'm going to figure it out. You know, it's, it's just, like I said, it's nothing to really overreact to. I mean, you know, same shots I got tonight, the same shots I've been hitting, same shots Bojan got, same, I mean, so it's just a matter of just being able to be precise and then on top of that, defending. I think one of the keys there is don't, and you've already mentioned this, don't panic. Don't overreact. Like he said, I'd rather be 12 and 8 than 8 and 12. Can I take another angle on it? Sure. That character right there is why we're going to be all right. Right. The fact that that's that person right there, that guy, that the, the the trueness of who he is, is what's going to make the Jazz okay. Yeah. He's his intentions are all right. Every single thing about it. Most third-year players' intentions no, aren't they don't. all well, right. Well, we've they, always known. They've got a, other. Yes. This kid is really, no really question. special, yeah. and so. That's why you're going to be all right. The, the, the Miller slash Lindsay slash Zanuck organizational issue of making sure you bring in high quality people is also how you're all right in these circumstances. Yeah. You don't go and have 17 silos running around the building. These guys will come together yeah. and they're going to all work. Now, I think some of the things that are difficult on this are the instinct of a Donovan Mitchell and a Boyan Bogdanovich and a Mike Conley and even a Jeff Green and Emmanuel Moutier is to fix things by doing it themselves because they're so good. Yeah. And they have got to avoid they've that. They've got to actually yeah. fix things together and they'll figure that out. Uh, let's take a look at the schedule really quick because you and I were talking about how it's interesting. The first game back, which by the way is the Lakers, is really like game six of a road trip because you've had five on the road and now you're coming back and you're doing another one. Uh, as you look at this now, the good news is five of the next six are at home. Talk to me a little bit about the Lakers and, how, and maybe some people are surprised at how well they only have three losses. Well, I'm a little surprised that I mean, they've only lost three times. They play Denver tonight, so as much as we're going to complain about, you know, back end of a road trip, yeah, they're coming really off of that. They're, yeah. We're a home team. Home teams that are have a rest advantage of 169% of their games this year, so we should try to take advantage of that tomorrow rather than complain about the um, first game back from a long road trip. I mean, in a sense, I, I'm surprised. They're, uh, actually, they found something against us when they played Alex Caruso at the point guard, and then suddenly you have Danny Green and Avery Bradley, who's out, and they become incredibly long and elite defensively, and that's the thing that's been interesting. Now, they have a, had a 10-game win streak. Yeah. Not one of those teams had a winning record. Yeah, that's a good point. So the schedule had, has a lot to do with it. You, and we just saw Give the them Jazz credit because yeah. they won all 10 of them. But we'll that's see. still a 10 game. Let's see what they – let's – we're going to have a better idea of them by the end of this month. Uh, there's actually a numbers projection system 
that projects based on the strength of the rest of your schedule where what your records are going to be. They have the Jazz and the Lakers do the exact same at the end of the year right oh. now, 52 wins. There you go. Because but we've still played play harder them. teams than they yeah. – right. And by the way, LeBron hasn't had a ton of success here, but we'll see where that he's goes. He's pretty good. But he's, but he's a good player. I hear he's good. <laughs> All right, wrapping up, talking jazz with David Locke. What'd you do on Thanksgiving? You were, you were out on the road. We were in Memphis, and the Miller family amazingly rented out a whole restaurant for us wow. and had the whole team there. So it was actually a really nice night. Rather be with our family, but that was incredible what you'd expect yeah. out of this organization. Good for the Millers. All right, Lakers tomorrow. See you guys next week.